What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rose too big, too fast, too strong, history. And we good on that, put Jilla on the track and we good on Wax. Three, two, one, everybody say Bulls on tap, Bulls on tap. Our city pretty and gritty. Benny the Bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy and slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news. Go and subscribe, hang out with Buzzy and Goose. Tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I am your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Goose, aka Bulls Scripted. And we're here after a 197 loss. Bulls lose in Washington to the Wizards, the shorthanded Wizards, albeit. And please don't get in the comment section and tell me how we were missing DeMar DeRozan. I'm ready for a fucking rant tonight. Before we get into this one, be sure going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap and on Tap Sportsnet. Following my dude Goose at Bulls Scripted. Follow me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. Five star rating and review because that's cool and tough. Also, if you're on Facebook or Twitter, go to YouTube, subscribe on Tap Sports that YouTube channel because that'd be awesome. Hop in the comment section, talk to Senor Chai Sports fan Rob when he's in here. Everybody else, I'm forgetting names. Alex Rude, everybody else who's in the comment section all the time. Goose shouldn't have lost that one. Shouldn't have lost that one. Um, and unfortunately, I can't believe I'm saying this. And please tell me if I'm, I sound like an idiot here, but we beat ourselves in the second half. Oh, no, undoubtedly. That third quarter was nothing but mental lapses and stupidity. You had plays in that fourth quarter where you have like a five-on-three advantage and Vooch can't catch the ball. Not that it was the greatest pass, but you're still like almost seven foot tall. Like you, you should be able to like catch that and put it in. Like that's why you make. 20 plus million dollars a year. Um, it's really tough because Zach carried this team all night. That second quarter gave the Bulls a commanding lead going into the half. Um, and they came out and they completely squandered it. And um, I don't know what that was at the end of the game either. We needed three points. I'm sure Zach was anticipating the Wizards to foul. It looked that's like that's what it was because they had a take left, and that's what Stacy kept saying that Wright follow, fouled him. But I mean, he man, he reached in. They didn't call. Uh, they didn't call any fouls that whole fourth quarter. Um, no, no. So they didn't. going going with the trend of what was going on there, they were letting you play. I right. was expecting a similar play call to what we got with the previous shot that Zach had just hit with one second on the shot clock, anticipating. You know, that foul that's going to send you the line. The Bulls did not have any timeouts left. They would not have been able to advance the ball um, off of an inbounds play and a foul to send the Wizards to the line to play the foul game there. So, really, you just needed a three. Um, and you kind of needed it as quick as possible because the Wizards did have that take foul. So, I obviously not in the huddle to see what that play call was, but the execution was kind of confusing. Yeah, um, I'm not sure what the hell that was. I, I'm not even going to try to break it down. I don't know. Like you said, 
was he expecting the foul? Was it was it something like trying to get a two, then then follow them right? I, I don't know. And he have a half court shot with like two right. seconds. Like, um, did Billy not know that he didn't have more time? Like, what happened on that last there's, play? There's because- a couple things about Billy tonight that I, I know you're going to get on this train because I about called you during the game and asked where the fuck is Derek Jones Jr. <laughs> and why don't we have him on Kuzma? What anything different were you getting from Alex Caruso that you couldn't have got from DJJ on the size of Kuzma tonight? And I, that's something that I'm wondering because Kuzma is way bigger than Caruso. Caruso made some plays there in the fourth after he made a lot of boneheaded plays tonight as well. But we sit DJJ, who's at least got length. And, and DJJ our- killed it in the second quarter when we went on a run. He was a big part of that. I know. Because Drummond got four fucking fouls in three minutes and you he had to go to DJJ. Fouls. Five fouls in eight minutes, Goose. We could have used his size tonight. They had nobody to fucking contest with him. Danny Abdi out-rebounded our whole entire fucking team. I'm fucking dead. I didn't. Yeah. He had 20 rebounds. I was going to say, did he end up with 20? I know he had at least 19. He had 20. I'm tripping. I don't know if this is real life. No, the, the team did not have an NBA caliber center on the floor tonight. Anthony Gill played a hell of a game for a reserve that really doesn't see time and has really just been waiting for his number to be called. He, he played a good game, dude. To, he he probably made some noise for himself tonight. To go against uh, what is uh, at least an all-star caliber center in Vucevic and um, do what he did? <laughs> You know, and then I wanted to. Uh, I, like, th- th- if this game had a good ending, that would there would probably be a different tone because that killed it. Uh, there's only a couple shots tonight that I questioned, but but he, but he had to do it because no one else, no one else was doing anything. No, and I mean, even in that second quarter, he went on that heater. He had those two drives to the hoop with back to back and one calls, only converted on the one, hits the step back three, then finds Kobe, and there's three possessions following that. Where he makes the right read, finds the wide open dude. Pat misses a shot. I think Kobe botched one. one. I mean, and it's just getting to the point where, almost like you said, it, you have no excuse not to play Derrick Jones Jr. because he can't shoot the three at a great clip. Um, he's shooting as good as Kobe percentage wise this year. At like he's shooting better than Caruso. Oh, no. uh, so Caruso can't hit fucking water if he thought of a boat. I love and I love AC. I'm not trying to hate, but like, holy shit. No, there's several possessions in that fourth where he had open looks for three and had to force a drive that ended up in a horrible shot attempt, and we're going the other way. Um, it's not that I want to play him either. I just want to reiterate that. It's not that I want to play AC. It's just in that moment when he's on Kuzma, who's what, six seven, six eight. Well, AC fouled him on the follow-through, too. They didn't call that because Kuz hit the shot. Um, but completely at a disadvantage and nobody else touched the ball in that possession besides Caruso. So that was his matchup. That was by design. That was who he was supposed to be on. Um, um, at, at the very least, why was Pat not on Kuzma? Your, your defensive stopper, your, your go-to, like what? Because he sucks. I keep trying to tell everybody that. Like, I, don't, I do not have a shtick. I like Joe. Joe's a good dude. Joe has a shtick, okay? There's a, a ton of other fucking Bulls podcasts. Go if you listen to him. Did you got see Joe actually called himself out on his shtick, too? Yeah, he does. Like, I mean, they all have shticks. Zach Levine's not getting traded, but I'm going to keep throwing these out here. Right, he's going to keep throwing darts. But, I mean, I don't have one. Like, this guy, though, like, Patrick Williams is not, like, dude. It's like he's the new Keith Bogans. If he scores over 12 fucking points, the Bulls win. But we get it once every 73 fucking days. I, what do you want me to tell you? 
Like, I don't get it anymore. Well, especially with DeMar out tonight, there's no excuse. No, there's no excuse for how badly he played, how many shots he passed up because he gets into his own head because he misses the first two of them. This guy is the best three-point shooter percentage-wise on this team. You know what he did tonight, Goose? 0 for 2 from 3. He only took two threes, and he had a countless opportunity. He could have taken at least four more. You cannot shoot 40-plus percent from three-point land and take under three attempts a game. Uh, especially in a game tonight where DeMar DeRozan is out. So you can't even use your patch stick that he's like to use a lot with this chorus. You know, I, it's all about getting the, the stars going. I'm kind of just there to support. No, 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 no. Tonight we needed more than support. And you had the opportunity and it wasn't seized. Zach Levine is the only one who sees the moment tonight. And I guess if there's anything to hang your hat on as a Bulls fan is it is that that man is clearly getting back to form. And if we do have to do a botched kind of retool rebuild, that he is at least himself um, by, by all appearances. But it, that that's not comforting because then we're, we're still... You're still in hell. We're, we're bad mediocre instead of good mediocre. And I don't, I don't know what that achieves. Maybe this season that's good with, with the top four protection. I... I I don't know what the goal is right now, uh, but as we're seeing in our comments at this point, you know, trade Caruso, get some value for him before he gets hurt. Um, like it, we are at the point where we need to hear. Uh, there, there's, there's a big one. We need to hear. Car, car packs. You went a little overboard there. I just you can tone it back. They, they get a back. decade before they get that. Day. Yeah, it's too early to say that, but I, I do, I, I can see the outrage with them. But Garpax Jr. a little too early for that. A little, little too early. We don't need any billboards yet, but we, we do need a press conference. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. I mean, like even Vooch tonight. But all the plays that were being run, did you notice nothing? Well, man, put, this team doesn't have a center. That's what I mean. Nothing was put toward got, the basket for him. Good old hard hat lunch pal Taj Gibson. And that's really all you had to worry about in terms of a defensive post presence. Yeah, I I can't believe that. He <laughs> no, Brad, these fuckers bamboozled us. It's not too early. They've had their honeymoon. It's I'm not I'm not giving them any breaks, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you now. We I'm just arguing need with them counseling at this point, though. Yeah, yeah we need counseling. Force. Right, right, right. <laughs> they made the playoffs in their second year here, so I'll, I'll take it. I know Garpax said that's not hard to do it in the NBA, I guess, so that's not really a good argument. Our, but they our, made our, us exciting. They made us exciting. Anyway, um, I I can't believe more plays weren't run for Vooch. He takes 14 shots tonight. Uh, Caruso. No no opposing real center threats on the other team. No, nobody. Your your secondary star gets 15 shots. Yeah, I'm, I'm, again, I don't, I really don't know what to say about the performance. In the, in the first half, this team looked like they wanted to win. Zach was doing everything he could. He was complimented, not an, he was complimented enough on the offensive and defensive end where the lead was starting to grow. And then you get into the third quarter and you are outscored 41 to 21, the most egregious, egregious play. And that whole fourth quarter is after Zach hit that and one free throw at the end of the third quarter. And they fucking threw the ball down the court and got an easy layup before the quarter ended. That is what that I'm sorry. That was the turning point in this game. I mean, they it, it was already getting out of hand because they were starting to go on that run. But that showed me right there and then, you're still taking this team lightly. You still think oh, you can come out in the fourth quarter and do anything. Double-digit lead to, to right. go down double digits. 
And, and then you you resurge to put yourself in a decent position, only down five going into the fourth, having taken some momentum back. And you let that shit happen with two seconds left. Yeah, no, it, it, it's absolutely insane. And, and that's the thing. Like, if I'm in the huddle and I'm your teammate, I'm looking at you like, what the fuck are we so proud about? What are we so proud about in this huddle? Why do we have the confidence in ourselves that we're going to be able to come back and do anything? We're 19 and 23. We're four. We're about to be four games under 500. And Batman is sitting on the fucking bench because he's hurt. Your savior point guard that everybody keeps talking about. And that, you know what? I'll give Chai Sports fan. This is what's pissing me off. We haven't made a move to get a legitimate point guard. I love Io, and you know that, but you're trying to compete. He ain't it. He ain't it to compete with. Uh, and Dragic came to answer. Uh, no, so you're trying to you're you're supplementing this shit with Lonzo Ball, which Billy comes out today says he's not fucking running at all. So they're talking shutting down for the seat. So what are you doing? What the fuck this? Well, well, and this is something that they've had to have known internally for over a they've month. They've known the whole time. They've known the whole fucking time. The whole reason I said this in a prior episode. The whole reason he didn't get knee surgery earlier than he did is because the Bulls were fighting him on it. Because their doctors at Rush looked at him, right? They I mean the same shit. He wasn't comfortable. Their doctors look at him. He's not comfortable. He's still experiencing pain. So he goes undergoes a second opinion and goes to get surgery in LA. This is a joke, dude. This is fucked up. Like that they, they need to pick a lane now because you're you're losing the city because you're four games under five hundred in a really weird Eastern conference. You're not showing hey, any sort of signs of life against shit dude. teams. Are, are we still sitting tenth even after tonight? Uh, I will tell you right now. I will tell you that right now. Uh, if it's um, updated yet. I mean, it would be embarrassing. Yeah, we're, we're 10th right now. We're 10th right now. Is Toronto playing, though? Did Toronto play yet? Or Toronto they might more? be the only team that is more disappointing than the Chicago Bulls in the East this year. Uh, just on the fact of the talent that they have and the potential blow-up that they're going to be running into. Uh, with the rumors coming out that Van Vliet turned down 114 mil, four-year extension. Uh, you got OG... <laughs> When that wants out, like their team is not looking uh, very cohesive. And at least when I used to think of the Raptors, I just thought of a really gritty core that battled for each other. Uh, and that doesn't seem to be the case over there currently. So their struggles are, I guess, our blessing currently because we, we can lose to the Wizards uh, with only Kyle Kuzma and Monte Morris. on the Yeah, floor. I mean, we didn't even say that yet in the episode. So if people didn't watch the game tonight, they would think that we lost to Bradley Beal and Chris Tops and old friend Daniel Gafford. No, no, that's not what happened. We Monte got beat Morris. by fucking Taji. Taj came out with Kuzma and beat the shit out of us. Yeah, Dude, I'm trying to get a hard hat lunch pail over our heads. I'm tripping. I, I can't believe it. Like I was watching this, it and- this is the trap we talked about though. Well, we, we talked about how plausible five and three or six and two or a good stretch that could get this team to a 500 mark in these next eight games would be. But we prefaced it with the fact that we play down to our competition. Our worst games have come against the worst teams and it doesn't make any sense because we have nothing that we should be sitting on our high horse for. We've accomplished a- nothing. It's exactly why I set unrealistic goals for the fucking pickle juice because I knew they weren't going to do it. And that's why I said, like, the whole time, I'm like, yeah, they're stringing wins together. Like, they beat a couple of good teams. Like, okay, all right, what's up? You know, this is great. Okay, cool. They're maybe trying to turn around, but I still don't believe that they're going to do anything. And then they come out in a game where I'm like, you know what? After our last episode, you go five and three in this next eight. Well, it's a good thing we don't do halftime shows because we were about, oh, shit, pickle juice. No shit, dude. But I'll tell you what, man. 
Yeah, straight up fucking toaster bath, Chai Sports fan. I'm ready. This is ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. Like, you come out here and you do that. There's no fight here. There's no nothing here. And when DeMar plays, it's more of the same shit. And and listen, I like DeMar. I love DeMar. I actually love having him as a Chicago Bull, and I think it's been very fun. But it's your turn, my turn. Whose team is it? Bullshit. And I guarantee if we're all talking about it, it's happening in the locker room to a certain extent, at least thought upon. Well, I mean, Kobe White's unengaged half the time. Oh, but he plays great defense. I'm tripping, dude. I'm so fucking mad. Like, I'm looking at Patrick Williams right now, too, and I'm just ready. Like, seriously, give me a box of Oreos. That's all I want for him. I want nothing else. You can eat the middle row. I will take the fucking end rows. And you, everybody knows the middle row is the best. You do. You know it. That's why you're laughing. I know. I was almost just ready for you to tell them to take the, the filling out of the Oreos and just give me the chocolate cookies. I'll take that too. I don't give a fuck. Like at this point, man, I'm I'm mad. I am. I'm mad. I'm legitimately. I'm mad. Like well, no, like, because the question with Pat has always been his demeanor, and unfortunately, in a game like tonight, demeanor rears an ugly head. Here's your opportunity to put all that. You know, I just play to get the stars going, and I just do this, and I'm only expected to do this, and this is just my role, and that wasn't the case tonight. Tonight was an opportunity for a coming-out party for somebody who has had a solid stretch of games in the last 10 games or so, and there's that fun stat floating. When Pat scores 15 or more points, the Bulls are 5-0. and um, You know, and He's the new Keith Bogans, except Bogans in 2010-2011 had to score six or more points, and the Bulls were like, fuck, it was something and, astronomical. And, and it was like 36 Keith Bogans was, was taken off the streets and was a, a, a prized commodity that was a, a Thibs buddy, and Pat's a number four overall pick. Oh, yeah, dude. This Oh, it, it's, it's, it's bad. It's bad. And, like, I don't know why I'm so upset. I don't know why I'm so upset because I expect, like, I've expected this team. Again, I picked seventh in the Eastern Conference this year, so that's the plan. I've been saying for the past five to seven episodes, like, I, this team does not have it. Like, it's not working. But they come out and they, I, I guess it was that second half. I guess it was the second half. No, I mean, that's, that's to see what you're capable of in the first half. And then to head to the locker room with this elitist, uh, we got this in the bag, game's over, and you come out in the third and you let that happen is He's no. wrong. He's wrong, by the way. I'm not saying they're gonna save it, but we'd be in the fucking playoff picture. We wouldn't be tenth. Uh, Jeremy Grant would add at least and if you don't know what we're talking about now because we got off track because Chai Sports fans a dick. He's our dick, our shared dick, but he's whatever. Anyway, that didn't sound good when I said it, and I knew it didn't. I'm just going to move on from what I said there. He's our he's our friend. That is a dick. But Jeremy Grant would be better for this team than Patrick Williams. The fact they didn't pull that trigger last year, that might be a fireball offense alone. I'm not calling for their jobs like Chai Sports fan is, but I'm just, I am just irritated as hell. I, d- dude, like – so we, many sharing dicks. Now there are just so many. We're getting dicked down by the Bulls. We're sharing one with Chai Sports fan. What the fuck do you want me to say at this point? I don't even want to talk about it anymore. And then before we got on the air, just to pull like the, the screen back here, I'm breaking down the fourth wall. Like, hi, we were talking before the show started about Oklahoma and Golden State coming up. I don't feel good at all. I feel very bad, coach. Like, what are we going to do? 
No, I mean, if Cal Kuzma did that to you, there's no doubt in my mind that SGA can do that to you. Um, and they've got a lot of interesting young talent over there. That I can't wait for Josh Giddy to fucking do us in. Can't wait. Yeah, if we if we if we have the gritty done on us by the giddy, I'm a. Oh, that's a great T-shirt. <laughs> Damn, man, you should write Hallmark cards with some of the shit that you come up with, like Mister Deeds. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you. We're, we're in the same caliber as Mr. Yeah, you're in the same caliber as Mister Deeds, man. Hey, you got to be. It only takes one. It only takes. It only one. takes one, bro. Change your life, you know. But yeah, we got you know we pulled a Golden State from last night. Did you see that Golden State lost to Phoenix? Like with. Phoenix had nobody, and Golden State just got Steph back. So it was in the lineup at one time. It was Steph, Clay, Iggy's Wiggins, Dre, too. and Looney, and then Iggy Dalla got in there with those guys. It was like the first time they hit the court since 2019 together, and they lost to the shorthanded Suns. Um, what, a, what a comeback party. <laughs> right, what a comeback party. You know, like anything can happen on a given night in the NBA. So I use that as an example for like what happened tonight. That's exactly why as professional athletes who actually play the games that you cannot come out in the second half like that. Like, you know, this. you know that every team, regardless of who's sitting and who is out, these guys do this for a living. They're professionals. It doesn't matter that you had somebody named Anthony Gill that you've never fucking heard of. And you have Monte Morris, who's usually just an assist guy. And you got Kyle Kuzma, who is LeBron's lappy and has tried to become an all-star everywhere else he's gone. And this year with Beal's injury, he's kind of gotten the shine to get the opportunity. But you let Kyle Kuzma beat you alone. Dude, Kuzma had 21 tonight. Monte Morris had 17. Gil had 18. And Rui Hachimura had 10. That was who they – I did fucking pretty good on that last Oh, game. you nailed that one. Thank you. You nailed that one. Thank you. Enunciation class with Buzz. Fucking classes in session. Thank you. All right. Anyway, I'm looking. I'm done talking about this because I'm getting irritated. But I do want to bring up the last play of the game one more time just because I always keep the tweets open on the side on the second monitor. Um, And Billy Donovan actually told – well, Casey and and Joe are talking about it right now – said that Billy thought Zach might have anticipated them following him with one to give. The play, however, was supposed to be a three. That's coming from Joe. Casey, right after Billy Donovan said the play call was for a three and that he has not talked Zach Levine postgame yet. Uh, Bulls were also mindful that the Wizards had a foul to give. Billy Donovan is a very even-keeled coach. He's about as agitated as I've seen him this season after a loss. Uh, but Donovan also citing DeRozan's absence tonight on Wizards being shorthanded. I don't think we have the luxury of looking at who's in and who's out. Billy Donovan. So he seems pretty agitated, like KC said. The so, play call was supposed to be a three, so Zach thought he was getting fouled right away, and he just threw a shot up there. So that's, again, now this is what takes away, honestly. I don't know if he would have hit the shot if he would have got the look, Goose, but this is something we should talk about for a minute. I, I just know saw that- him do it on – possession the Bulls had previously right one second on the fucking clock this is what pisses me off about Zach he he didn't have time to think when he pulled that trigger on that one second left of the shot clock shot from three he had time to think because he had 5.3 seconds left on the clock to come out here and do something (laughs) yeah I'm gonna go there he doesn't use his fucking head guy did you just mute yourself did I you, you cut off for a second. It was just you not. Oh, yeah, I'm mad, bro. 
I'm fucking. My mic is getting no, scared out here. I, mean, I, I had a feeling you were going there, and I think you might have a point. I mean, in the situations like the the Hornets game that comes to mind, where Zach hits the massive shot, it's a no think moment. You get an Archie Diacono steal on the inbounds, kick out to Zach, put it up, put it in the hole. Um, I don't know. Maybe Zach simply doesn't have enough experience with having a play drawn up for him at the end of the game. That's, um, see, that's also a fair point that we could argue about. But when he does, follow the rules and don't think you're a star and getting fouled. You only got to the line fucking seven well, times. No, I mean, and, and guess what? If he would have hit all his fucking free throws, we would have been tied and went into overtime. Yeah, it, 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 what did he finish with? I know at one point. Four for seven. Okay, yeah. Three for six. Then he did you see what three. Miami did the other night? 40 for 40. Hit your free throws. Free throws win games. That is crazy that Miami got 40 free throw attempts after Jimmy Butler did not get that foul call at the end of the game, though. What is what is with the refs and make up games? Not even make up live calls in a simulation. Anymore. Nothing is real. Nothing oh, but that real. last two minute report was clean. I don't believe that. If anybody I, knows what I'm talking about, <laughs> the end of that game. That I know. A, I know your job about. I. I don't know, man. This is just so fucked. They. I'm gonna continue doing the show with you because I like it. I love to have fun. I like to talk and laugh about my pain in front of people. Um. But holy shit, please do something before February 9th. And that's all I'm going to say. That's coming quick. It is. It's the 11th of January today. So do something before February a month. So how many games do we have before that? I will tell you right now. I have a schedule pulled up. So we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. We have 12 games left uh, before the NBA trade deadline on February 9th. Thursday, February 9th. And um, pretty easy, so that can make things misleading. But I think at this point of the season, Acme have to look themselves in the mirror and just accept that this team is what it is and that it's not going to reconcile itself next year. Continuity cannot be the message in the offseason again. Um, I they got to do something, and unfortunately, I don't, it's such a tough line to walk when you don't have the rights to your pick outside of the top four. You're not going to be able to tank hard enough to get yourself in that position. So I can see in their mind where it makes sense to really just keep pushing and let the lottery do what the lottery does with whatever your results are. But you do have to at least make moves on the edges. Somebody like Caruso has got to be moved. Um, DeRozan, I, I, I think, unfortunately, has to do it because unless you have the intent of extending Vooch in the offseason and we're gonna we're gonna swing continuity again because Lonzo Ball's coming back. Um I really I, I don't know how you can send that message again. I don't I don't see how you don't get rid of Caruso at the deadline. I don't see how you don't get rid of Vooch. You can't just let him, you just can't let him walk. No, if you, obviously if you have the intent of extending Vooch because you don't have a better option at the center position uh, and he's willing to talk somewhat team-friendly numbers. Um, cool. Uh, but otherwise, no. you got to get something for that guy because by the numbers, he still is a top-10 center in the league on a rather movable contract. I think he only makes like $22 million. It's like $22 million. Yeah, you can move, you can move it. Um, so moving him and matching salary isn't going to be the issue. Um, obviously, you would prefer to get expiring back so you can have some cap to play with in the offseason to make – uh, necessary moves, but uh, we are getting to the point where 
it's kind of just face yourself in the mirror. This is what it is. This is going to have to be blown up. And none of us want that to happen. We wanted continuity to be the shit. I wanted a shirt. I wanted a shirt that said continuity. You get this for four years. If anybody says that we're haters and then we don't, well, you just took the bullseye. You just want to talk. No, 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 no. We did this 82 games for four fucking years with Walt Lemon Jr. in a lineup and fucking Low- and, and Lowry Markinen and them guys and, and, and other bullshit. I can't even remember the fucking scrubs that came through here. Hey, you can't include Lowry in the scrubs, though. No, no, he's great. I love Lowry. I'm sorry. I should have said that. It was out of it, anger, and I apologize. Is, is, is it kind of fucked to think that if you just, like, kept Lowry and, like, gave that dude a little confidence that him and Zach – like, what, in my mind, when I was watching that Utah game, I'm going – you mean the game that he had ink dunks in? Yeah, I'm going, what What does Vooch do that Lowry can't do? Because in terms of a rim protector, zip, Paul zip, Zipster. Zip, zip city, bitch. Zip, zip um, city. Because in terms of a rim protector, obviously Lowry sucks. Vooch is good at deterring, I guess, by the numbers, just being a big son of a gun. But there's really not much that I see Vooch do that I'm like, Lowry couldn't do that. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, hindsight – I guess. Yeah. Uh, I, I changed the scenery. But I'm sorry, but for me, it wasn't hindsight. You know how much I invested in that, man. I got a fucking autographed jersey over there. I got the sign, sign number seven ball up there. Didn't I win that with you? I think you did. Yeah, we were together and we got buzzed up. And then we went back to the in laws' house and had pizza. Just, and that's what, right. And and that's what, what we did then. Beggar's Pizza hit us up. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Sponsor us, Beggars Pizza. Also, I like this. I like this. Everybody, if you have a Twitter, go tweet at Joe and tell him to come on the next Bulls on Tap. <sighs> go tell Joe to come hang out with us. Um, I seriously go tweet at him, Jay Collie Hoops. He'll come. He'll come on. Yeah, Joe is my guy. Yeah. Let's go uh, on here and uh, see where we can trade Zach Levine. <laughs> I, I well, yeah, right. Zach's not moving, and I know that. I know they're not going to move Zach. But seriously, if we're going to talk about a retool, they really need to look at it. They need to look at it subjectively. And they either need to pick a lane here. Oh, okay. to- and, and we're saying that, and I agree with the Zach's not being moved wholeheartedly statement. But you sit on that for too long and somebody brings you an offer. What is that offer that you would say yes to? What for, Zach is it- for, Zach? for Zach? For Zach. What does the offer look like that makes you say, fuck it, we're blowing this whole thing up? I'm, I got to be realistic because, about it. I, 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 I like I like two first round picks that I think are going to actually turn into something. Okay. But I also don't so, want to wait that long again because I just went through it. Does so, that make so sense? You're, you're hinting to the Lakers picks because those yeah will be worth a pretty pretty penny. That's kind of what I'm hinting at is because I don't want like you fucking trade him to the Lakers and you're not getting anything right away. You're getting shit back. You're getting shit back. Nothing that's going to help us right away. We're going to have to wait till 2027, 2029. It's fucking 2023. You mean you don't want to see the Patrick Beverly show? So then you trade him over to New York, and New York always sucks. They're always a dumpster fire. So maybe you get something good back there. I don't really know. Well, what like you- I said, looking at RJ's contract, I don't know that he's as easy to move as the numbers would suggest. I don't want I don't want to move Zach for bullshit. Um, I'm, Unfortunately... I'm be- it, there's really, nothing there's nothing on the horizon right now to move him for that makes sense to me. So if you got like a DeJuante, DeJuante Murray style offer that the, the Hawks sent out, which I believe was several firsts and a couple players. Oh, um, yeah. I would have done that too because I think – I mean, what, what are the Hawks doing right now? They're ninth, so they're right above us at 19 and 21. I mean, <laughs> okay. 
Well, no, yeah. there's Trey Young talks there. Obviously, yeah, I mean, everything's Collins blowing up over there. Block. So, I, um, And in my mind, John Collins is still a bull after he got celebrated on top of it. So, um, true. True. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of different scenarios that you could throw out there. It's just they got to do something. If I, Again, I don't even know what they're trying to do because what our dude Michael in the chat said, I, I got to scroll up to find it, but he asked why – why is Acme not available? In a lot of sports, the GMs I don't feel like talk during the season a ton, unless you're Rick Hahn. Um, he didn't yeah. shut the fuck up. But you know. in a way, it is a trap. Like during the season before the trade deadline, you're dealing with tampering, which we've already been penalized for. You know, you you accidentally slip up and say something that you're talking about, which is what people want. We're only going to get generic answers right now, anyway. It's going to be by the book. Uh, scripted bullshit. So <laughs> that's my name. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> you know, I, I I don't know that them speaking to the media is going to get us the answers we want anyway. It's just no, going to be, be generic and monotone. Exactly. Uh, it's just going to leave us more pissed off because they didn't answer the questions that we needed answered. Um, unfortunately, until probably February 9th, an hour before the deadline. <laughs> We won't know what the fuck we're actually doing with this season um, other than the play that we're seeing on the floor, which suggests that we are not going anywhere and we clearly need to recoup some value um, to try to put um, a team around Zach Levine that I guess would be his team instead of bringing in somebody who kind of took over what was supposed to be his team. And that was great because DeMar's going to go down as probably the best free agent signing in uh, Bulls history. But... That's not saying much, is it? No, because I guess really it's kind of like Paul Gasol and like Dennis Loser, Rodman. Maybe? Dennis Rodman's probably the one just because of the success. He was a trade. He was a trade. I, mean, I guess DeMar's technically a trade too. Yeah, they well, yeah, Purdue. I think it was Will Purdue, if I'm not mistaken, went over to San Antonio for for uh, was Rodman. That a second trade though too, because I feel I like... don't think so. I was too little. Yeah, I'm not going to have the details on that. I, I would have to go look. I was like five. Either way, I guess now. technically, I guess Paul Gasol still remains our best free agent because tomorrow was trading for too. Yeah, I mean, sign and trade, right? Well, fuck me, man. We got uh, <laughs> we got Oklahoma City up next. I don't know what the Bulls are going to do. Hopefully, they can come out and, and make something happen. They just lost a killer uh, last night against Jimmy Butler in the Heat. They do, however, play tomorrow's the twelfth, correct? Correct. So, yeah, so they're going to be playing. So we get them Philly. on a back-to-back. Yeah, we get them on a back-to-back, and they're playing uh, Philly in Philly and then coming to the United Center on Friday. So they're going to be coming off a back-to-back. So a traveling back-to-back. A tra- yes, a traveling back-to-back. Yep, yep, yep. But so, we are 0-1 against OKC. Man, they got, a, they got a rough stretch there for a minute. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they got a rough stretch because that's a team who's fighting for a playoff or attempting to fight for a you know play-in spot. The league is so weird right now. I know, dude. The league is strange as fuck. I don't know what's going on. There are so many teams in a similar position to the Bulls that see the the new wave of teams coming with all this talent and understand that they're going to have to retool in some way. And I guess with that being said, I don't want the Bulls to be behind the ball in that I, I want their players to be the ones that get moved instead of being forced to sit on this. Um, so hopefully – we're not seeing Acme in the media because they're on the phones. Uh, maybe trying to get something done before the deadline. Uh, kind of a rare thing to see in the NBA. 
kind of confuses me why it doesn't happen more when seasons are ultimately kind of decided at this point. That's true. Um, but no, I mean, hopefully they don't sit on their hands and they get some stuff done and they're able to salvage this season. I don't even know what adjective to describe this season because it is a sucking yeah. adjective. Yeah, a sucking adjective. All right. <laughs> All right, we're we're done. You got anything? <laughs> you got anything else? No. No. Okay. Everybody, be sure going on tapsportsnet.com. For all our Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs, following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap and on Tap Sportsnet. I forgot to say this in the beginning of the show. We are presented by Sports Illustrated Media Group. We'll be back after the Bulls play the Thunder on Friday. God, our uh, lives must suck. We talked 40 minutes about this game. Did we really? <laughs> it's Let's go Bulls! 